0: Welcome back to another episode of the Living Healthy Podcast, presented by LA Fitness. I'm your host, Candace Curry, and on today's episode, we have Dietitian Deb joining us again. We have another installment of Product Password and a new segment called Actionable Advice, where guess what? We give advice that is actually actionable. How are you doing, Andrew? You there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. That was weird.
0: You okay? You sound a little bit grumpy.
1: <laughs> I mean... I, yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, I don't... You did you know. skip
0: breakfast again?
1: <sighs> yes, of course I skip breakfast. That's every time we do a nutrition episode, it's brought up that I skip breakfast. That's just what I do. It's like my calling card.
0: Well, maybe that's why you're in a bad mood?
1: I don't, yeah, maybe. I'm. If I'm in a bad mood, yeah, maybe I am. I don't know. Hmm. hmm.
0: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or it could have been something that you ate last night. I did hear that there was this correlation between food and mood.
1: You know... You know what? That rhymed really well. I think that could be what this episode is about. I mean, we have Dietitian Deb on the show right now. Let's ask her about bad mood foods. All right, so I've had a snack in the last couple of seconds. So let's get this episode started by bringing back our registered dietitian, Debbie James.
2: Thank you for having me again.
1: Yeah, first question real quick. Are you in a good mood?
2: Hey, today as always.
1: As, oh, every day she's in a good mood. Okay, well in that case, what did you have for breakfast?
2: My breakfast today? Yeah. Oh, half a bagel with okay. fresh raspberries, a smear of cream cheese. I think my kids leftover uh, something or other with part of a trail mix bar. Oh, coffee with coconut milk for the first time.
1: So there you go. There you have it. If you want to be in a good mood every single day, that's what you eat for <laughs> breakfast. If,
2: if, if your name is Debbie Dietitian. Yeah, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie, yeah.
1: um, that's okay. Well, that's a pretty good breakfast. Um, all right. So if this is your first time listening, uh, Debbie, she's our registered dietitian. She answers uh, a weekly column, uh, dietitian Q&A on our blog, blog.lafitness.com. Candice, you uh, run that blog. How's that going?
0: It's going well. We've got a lot of interesting questions in lately, so keep them coming. If you have any nutrition-related questions, go ahead and email them over to us at blog at elliefitness.com.
1: Yeah, you can also ask us questions on our social media using the hashtag uh, Living Healthy Podcast, and uh, we might be able to get them on the show. All right, so let's get this one started. Uh, First off, Debbie, can you just tell us, uh, does the food we eat have an effect on our mood?
2: Oh, absolutely It does. Everything from the small feelings you might have to major chronic um, psychological disorders from anxiety, depression, seasonal affective disorder, PMS, premenstrual syndrome, that is, um, food affects your mood.
1: I guess that kind of makes sense because it's like the fuel for your body. It's pretty important. So. Yeah.
2: Well, what are some of the bad mood foods? If you look at... Um, how you start your day. And you look at uh, first thing, you know, alertness, concentration, focus, that kind of thing. Uh, Skipping breakfast or having a really imbalanced breakfast is probably one of the first offenders uh, on the list. Um, After that would be, you know, when you get cranky and irritable and short with people, that tends to come from low blood sugar or hunger. Not that there are other causes, but that's a big primary one, and so if you don't keep that fuel going and feed your brain to keep it happy, it's going to send you signals and let you know that it's feeling deprived. Do I,
1: Candace, You know me. Do I? Do I seem in a bad mood?
0: Right in now, the mornings. No. Y- yes. Right now, and <laughs> <Like> then. <you laughs> seem very <laughs> hopefully happy. Hopefully, <laughs> if I'm
1: laughing, can you laugh while you're in a bad mood? Is that possible? Uh, but no, just in general, because I am someone that tends to not eat breakfast. Like... No... Do you I, know, I
0: I would say if anything, maybe sometimes in the afternoon, like if you don't have a snack or something. I
1: don't have a snack. If know. I miss snack time, <laughs> or nap time, <laughs> or nap time. I get like that in nap. the
0: afternoon actually, yeah. and I've noticed that if I if I have just a tiny little snack in the afternoon, it kind of gets me over that like yeah. that crankiness that develops around like two to three p.m. Right during the workday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or when that I think a lot of people get tired around that time too. It's so maybe, the mid-afternoon yeah, slump. That's a right. normal
2: part of your diurnal rhythm.
1: Huh what's a diurnal rhythm it's like
2: you know um the idea of a siesta at at three o'clock that is a normal
1: um so we should be taking naps at 3 p.m okay well
0: let's pitch this yeah what's (laughs) going
1: on like yeah i think this is an important part of our that rhythm she was talking about (laughs) (laughs) that's good well that's good to know okay well so are we should we eat a snack like she's saying to kind of get past that because we all can't take naps while we're at work. So is there like, are there foods that we should be eating to kind of get past that?
2: Uh, Well, the the afternoon slump is kind of twofold. It could be from the low blood sugar that I mentioned, or you can also have too great of a lunch intake, and then you're in kind of that post-food coma Mm, slump. You're all slow. You're just digesting your food. And you're busy processing that and not kind of getting back to your work. So there's a couple things there. But um, one thing that can also happen is a post-caffeine crash, if you will. So uh, caffeine in that morning coffee, it does have this short-term positive effect on, um, you know, perking you up but then the downfall is later that you may have a crash, uh, not just in blood sugar, but also just uh, kind of coming down from that high, if you will, and then kind of needing to feel like I need more coffee.
1: Right. So that's part of the reason why maybe it's a good, and it's recommended that you like get up from time to time and you actually maybe do some jumping jacks or do some sort of (laughs) small exercise, even at your desk, so that you can kind of like regain that alertness, kind of get those.
2: Get the blood pumping. Get the blood
1: pumping. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, what are some, so with bad foods, it seems like, are there any specific bad foods that just we eat them and they're going to put us in a bad mood?
2: Um, there's a tendency for junk food, like processed food, chips, pizza, um, beer, even, Mm. uh, that can just tend people toward lower mood, depression, kind of feeling down, um, versus those that stick to a healthier diet. So I can't say, you know, what a junk food is for one person right. and how much they eat of it. Um, and then deficiencies, you know, if you have a diet in general that isn't giving you enough of a certain nutrient, mm. then that can make you also uh, irritable, anxiety, anxiety. Uh, whatever those individual symptoms might be.
1: Hmm. Because you're not kind of getting a balance. Your body's not getting everything it needs to be balanced out.
2: Exactly. And everybody's biochemistry is different. And so that kind of shapes how you respond to different foods um, and also relates to hypersensitivity so i wouldn't call them allergies and what we might think of oh when i eat this i don't feel well or my tummy hurts or something like that but an actual like physiological response to uh, might be one of the main common allergens Hmm. and you not and you don't know it
0: Hmm. What if you, you're the kind of person that's, you know, eating an unhealthy diet for most of your life, and then all of a sudden you're trying to, you know, develop healthier habits? Is there a certain amount of time before your body will get used to eating these healthier foods? Oh, because there's I, an adaptation. I've tried. I mean, yeah, I love pizza. Right, right. And I, when I cut that out and try to eat more salads, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't like what I'm eating. Yeah, right. so yeah. that makes me grumpy. Yeah. You do. Your, your taste
2: buds actually adapt those that huh. uh, start on a low-sodium diet for example, find it, you know, kind of bland. and more. But after a period of time, being off the salt, then they find they get more flavor out of the, you know, the fresh pick ripe foods, and they're using fresh seasonings and um, the taste buds adapt. And so the same thing is kind of true. And you want to change slowly. Same thing with going off caffeine, you don't want to do it um, and you know, cold turkey, and have those right. withdrawal symptoms. Uh, but then, for people that honestly, they just eat out all the time. For them to sit down 24/7 and then just eat like beans and salads, they will be in the bathroom like all day. It is, <laughs> you want to go at it right. uh, with a with a more modest approach,
1: right? So, is that would a more modest approach be like choosing a sp- specific meal of the day being like, okay, for breakfast, I'm going to change my habits to a more healthier one and then slowly add more meals. Would that be a good way to do it? That's
2: an excellent way. Even when you look at, I'm going to overlap here with our personal training and any of the fitness goals people are trying to accomplish at the gym is that you want to start with some small goals that, that are realistic and you can do like in one week, and then, okay, well, now that I've made salad, say, three times this week, then next week, I'm going to pack my own lunch for, right. you know, so many days out of that, and then the week after that, now I'm going to add, you know, instead of drive through we'll make something at home twice.
1: Right, know? right. So if so we know some of the, maybe the bad foods, or what the, tendons, the tendencies seem to be, these are bad, and maybe it would not put you in the best mood? Are there some, are there good foods out there that we can do that kind of can either reverse our mood or that can boost our, boost our mood to make us feel better?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, let's go back to that, you know, beginning of the day. Well, does any breakfast really help? Yeah, I mean, versus those that that skipped or, or didn't eat, eating breakfast in general increases, you know, alertness. Um, but those that have a particularly a high-fiber, high-carbohydrate breakfast are the ones that tend to um, feel better. They're fuller longer, so that mm. also carries you over kind of uh, through to lunchtime. Um, and another reason for that is that carbohydrate – Tends to uh, allow you to make more serotonin, and serotonin's a real feel-good kind of uh, body chemical.
1: Hmm. So, what are what are some breakfast foods that you know people would recognize that they could eat that would have that effect?
2: I would say like oatmeal would be okay. a, a good choice, or if you had like a really high grain, like a sprouted wheat toast, and put like a little bit of peanut butter on it or something. Okay. Um, rather than just some a little of, them bit more. of peanut butter it is a little bit like
1: what is a little bit of peanut butter you know is that just like on the right upper right hand corner of the piece uh, of toast or what is you know a thin what is smear
2: the, uh, i don't know like, like uh, less than a tablespoon how about okay, that? okay
1: less than a tablespoon okay yeah. all right
2: it's know. not it's not packed real high but right. it's just that the typical american breakfast which could be anything from you know a highly processed cereal and a glass of orange juice to some flapjacks and syrup they're just too refined You know, and and then they have perhaps some added fats or what have you. But to take more of a a, a raw grain, you know, like a sprouted, like I said, the sprouted bread, um, Mm -hmm. soaking wheat berries and then boiling them in the morning or something like that would be way better (laughs) to put you in a uh, positive mood.
1: Hmm. Can you also, if you don't do breakfast the right way, can it have the opposite effect? The reason I bring this up is because I feel like sometimes with breakfast, if we, it's like, oh, we have time to make a big breakfast on the weekend or something, and we eat that, and that almost has the opposite effect of not giving me energy for the day, but I just am like... Oh, man, it just it killed oh, the momentum it's, it's because it's probably too heavy, yeah. right? If so, you're having bacon,
2: yeah. like a buffet. Right. They're yeah. great for Mother's Day brunch right. and all those holidays, yeah. and then you don't feel like you need to eat for five or six right. hours. Yeah. right? And because. you don't
1: even feel like moving for five or six hours. you like, I'll just stay here. Just
2: <laughs> that <laughs> makes in. sense. And that's, yeah. you know, a weekend right. is a special thing maybe, but right. if we're talking about, you know, you need to get going for a work day, a weekday, and, and get on the go and be sharp, right? you know then you probably want to stick to something (laughs) not so high in in fat and calories.
1: So what are the, um, if I'm walking into a grocery store, where can I go? Where's the good mood food section?
2: Oh my goodness. Uh, We always say to look at the periphery of the store. That means that the, Foods that are in the outside and not in those center aisles, Mm, not in the boxes and not on the shelves. So that would be your your produce, your fresh, you know, meat, meat and dairy section. So what I would look for um, in the in the produce section, uh, you know, your greens, your uh, citrus, Mm. that kind of thing. Your fruits and vegetables will give you also uh, B vitamins and folate that are a couple of those nutrient deficiencies I I mentioned earlier. So help put you uh, back in a a better mood or to combat depression. Uh, In the meat case, actually, you want to tend toward the fish because omega-3 fatty acids have um, a positive association um, with eliminating poor mood. Hmm. Hmm. And so you need to get fatty fish uh, a couple times a week. Uh, And if you're not a fish eater, you you can always, you know, look for some uh, omega-3 supplements. Fatty fish? What do you mean by fatty fish? A fatty fish. What
1: is that? Like
0: salmon or orange. Very good. Oh, okay. Well, I I
1: like salmon. (laughs) Salmon, tuna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's a... What's a thin fish? I don't know. <laughs> what, what would that be? That, that
2: might be uh, a, like a cod or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. It right. doesn't have, or like shrimp. You know, they don't have the amount of fat. Okay. Uh, that more of a, I'd okay. say a bottom. So that's a case that. where
1: you do want some, you want more fat on it, involved in it for fish.
2: Since omega-3 is a fatty ah, acid, right. you have to have the fat. In the fish to get it, you can't okay. have like a, one of the you know ninety percent fat free. Yeah, right. Fish and, and, <laughs> right. Is, the is
0: there like a meat free substitute for our vegetarian listeners that would help improve poor moods if they can't you know go out? I well, would have say them? particularly
2: for that nutrient, then uh, you want to look at uh, linseed or flaxseed oil. Um, the um, ALA compound is what you get uh, from nuts and seeds, like particularly like walnuts, that the body can convert to uh, an omega three.
0: Okay. Good to know. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we want to actually uh, get some actionable advice from you out of uh, this episode where we can people, our listeners can actually take something home and they can actually change a part of their diet to, if they're having ill effects or their mood isn't the best. But before we get to that, we have another edition of Product Password.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm.
1: dun. That's our music budget. I'm, dun, re- dun, dun, I'm dun. ready to be stumped. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to s- try and stump Dietitian Deb. So how it works is we're going to read a list of ingredients, and uh, and she at any time she can uh, shout out what she thinks this product is. Here we go. Organic brown rice syrup. Organic rolled oats. Soy protein isolate.
2: It sounds like a trail mix or granola bar
1: you pretty yeah you're pretty close but we're gonna keep going organic cane syrup organic roasted soybeans rice flour
2: like you want me to guess the brand no i
1: just want you like it's more than just a granola bar though i think or people would know it as something a, a name different than that
2: like a breakfast bar energy bar you're getting close
1: you might need this to build muscle protein bar there you go protein oh. bar ding 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 i just more specific I just wanted to be more specific you got it of course after like three but you know just make the game more interesting we had to drag yeah. it out and make it more specific
2: as long as it has like five grams of protein they get to call it a protein bar but if you Is look at, the rule if oh. you look at half oh. the no it's not a rule oh, okay. but if you look at half the breakfast bars energy bars and you they know they have, have that, like right. three to five and then like a protein bar has like right. 10 15, so, 20. so this
1: one was like had 20 oh, so that's why awesome. it was like it was like a pro it was it's all you know it's just about protein
2: the oats the oats and the rice flour threw me off
1: yeah oh really (laughs) Threw you up yeah because that i would yeah you would think okay granola bar like that's definitely but i don't know where does the protein come out of that
2: oh all the all the soy
1: all the soy stuff okay interesting a lot of protein and soy good to know a lot okay all right good we'll look out for that soy if you see soy in the ingredients you're getting some protein or you could just look at the nutritional facts and see protein. Here's how many grams. There you go. That's a little bit easier. <laughs>
0: the easier way to do
1: it. Easier way to do it. Okay. All right. So Candace, uh, let's get some actionable advice. Yes, Debbie. David.
0: I need help. Please help me with this. <laughs> what are some uh, What are some things I could do? You know, if I'm a listener, I, I need to improve my mood. I'm feeling kind of down, low, grumpy, cranky. What can be done to fix you know, this? If
2: you're, if you're right in that situation and we're not talking about prevention, then actually a little bit, and I mean a little, a little bit of that uh, pleasurable indulgence is okay. But it's far, far less than a serving that you would think. So, so I can't eat like a pint of ice cream. You can't eat a pint <laughs> of ice cream or a bag of potato chips or something. But let's say, okay, put um, you know some of those crispy fried onions on your sandwich. So it just gives you mm. that, that crunch and that taste or in instead of a bar of chocolate we'll say okay like an ounce of a dark you know chocolate because you do you get a little bit of endorphins and kind of like it hits that pleasure center right. um, but that has to be tempered with the rest of the meal and the day has to be nutritionally balanced so right. that you don't fall back into that right. mood again
0: so so controlled um would be the best way to describe it Like. You can you can kind of give in to like the temptations of like craving that unhealthy food, but just control it. I like not to, go over the
2: top. I like to think of it as a reward. So mm. if I've, you know, had a really good breakfast and a balanced lunch and I didn't go overboard, then I get my chocolate pudding in the afternoon or you know, one just of those. Just like what little we do things.
1: with our kids. We basically say finish your meal and you can have dessert. Right. It's the same. Yeah. It, ju- it just doesn't just, need
2: to be a super Sunday, right, right. or a, you know, a 16 ounce yeah, Small
1: As you get older, you get yeah.
2: it. So that's one of the things if you're right, you know, in the middle of a, of a, of a cranky mood. But okay. to prevent a cranky mood, uh, you want to start out with that, with that good stable breakfast. Um, and another thing is to have those vitamin rich um, fruits, vegetables, meats, grains, um, your calcium dairy products, because, you know, if your whole body body is functioning right then the brain leads the way you know it's going to be happier with your whole system intact
1: all right well that's going to do it for this episode of the living healthy podcast and you know what we have a challenge for you starting right this very moment we want you to treat your body right and go eat something healthy that was on our list for your next meal see how you feel afterwards We want to thank you, Dietitian Debbie James, for stopping by the show again. And we want you to remember if you have a health or fitness topic that you're passionate about and you want us to talk about it, uh, hit us up on social media using the hashtag LivingHealthyPodcast, and we'll see if we can't put it on the show for you. So until next time, she's Candace. And he's Andrew. And we'll see you in the gym. Oh, yeah. And before we leave here today, we want to remind you that this podcast shouldn't replace any exercise program or restrictions, any dietary supplements or restrictions or any other medical recommendations from your primary care physician. Before starting any exercise program or diet, you want to make sure it's approved by your doctor first.